At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Let's start out with some good news this morning. Just to hopefully get us on the right track and we'll just stay with good news the whole day. Oh, oh. Show would be about a minute and a half. I was going to say, you bring some in? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> uh, this is really good, though. South Dakota just banned abortion. Period. <laughs> no abortions in the state. That's awesome. <laughs> sure is. That's great. South Dakota and Oklahoma now banned abortions. Period. I... I think they have the qualifier if a mother is uh, in danger from the pregnancy. You know, a mother's life in danger. I don't know about rape and incest if they if they made provisions uh, in Oklahoma for that, but South Dakota is now abortion-free. The state, uh, as I mentioned, is the second to become abortion-free. Uh, they do not have any operating abortion centers is the last abortion business run by Planned Parenthood in Sioux Falls. Yeah, they were flying in, I guess, doctors from Minnesota. And now that's stopped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's phenomenal. So they had no abortion doctors in South Dakota leading up to this? Guess not, yeah. So this isn't, I mean, that's not a huge announcement really for them because they kind of already did by closing all the abortion clinics. Uh, they, and of course, as we mentioned, they follow Oklahoma uh as an abortion-free state, Governor Kevin Stitt signed a Texas-style bill banning abortion starting at conception with a private enforcement mechanism. Texas was the first state to ban abortions, but its abortion ban starts when the heartbeat is detected. Mm. That's where the founding fathers uh, established the rule. When you And because they didn't know until there was a heartbeat. How are you going to know? They didn't have ultrasounds. Uh, they, you know, so they had to kind of guess, okay, well, you got a heartbeat in there now. Okay. You can't abort it. So as soon as they knew there was an actual baby growing in the womb, they banned abortion. Did you see the, uh, Washington post tried to make this sound like the Texas law. The headline was this Texas teen wanted an abortion. She now has twins. And they tried to make well, this good. Up, right, and they good. had the picture of these adorable kids, and like we're supposed to read the story. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're supposed to think that's bad. <laughs> now she's got twins. Look at the burden she's been placed. Well, if it's so awful, put them up for a, uh, adoption. Right. There's millions of families that would love to have baby twins. Uh, yeah, millions. And, and in anticipation of the Supreme Court case, uh, the likelihood. I don't want to jinx it, that uh, Roe versus Wade will be overturned. The Associated Press, of course, did this scare story. Uh, do we have the headline for that, Rob? Um, about There it is. Abortion providers are preparing for harassment and violence to increase at clinics if the U.S. Supreme Court overturns Roe versus Wade. What? 
What? I, so there you go. There's a signal. Okay, to I, the minions. I can't. I I can't take no, it. No. So so it's the pro-life people who are going to be causing the yeah, problem if right. the Supreme Court rules in their favor. Okay. Stop it. So listen to this. Stop. I, I did a little research. I was like, okay, so let's Gosh. see if uh, if if there's any uh, validity to this claim here. Um, it, there's been by a margin of fifty to one. 50 incidents of attacks on pro-life centers, pregnancy right. centers, yeah. as opposed to, in, in, in that time frame, there was one attack on a pro-abortion facility, and it was a site that was under construction in Wyoming. It wasn't even like people. It was it was vandalism. It shouldn't have been done. Right. But by a literal margin of 50 incidents to one <laughs> against pro-life, you know, pro-pregnancy. Oh, I can't believe it. I, it's, it's, and now you've got <sighs> pro-choice Democrats that are trying to convince Google to block search results for these pro-life centers. Like, don't let them know that it's there. We can't have babies being born. It's not weird. I mean, it's it is so just evil. a death cult. Yes. Why? Why are you so enamored with death? Whether it's abortion of babies or or ending the life prematurely of an elderly person. They just love death. God, I, how are you even making money? This isn't even really, I don't think, a massive money maker for them. They just worship at the altar of abortion. Because they love abortion. <laughs> I mean, jeez. You know, and it costs them money, really, because they're promising all this money to Planned Parenthood, $500 million a year. Uh, so what is the incentive here other than the death of the child? Really something just, I guess, uh, so that the planet isn't overpopulated. I bet that motivates some. It's probably part of it. Uh, I mean, that was a big thing for him in the seventies. That's been completely discredited and disproven that that's a big deal. The, the massive overpopulation of the planet. Really? I mean, all of us could fit on the island of Maui. All of us. Mm -hmm. Everybody on the planet, not just Americans, everybody on the planet, you put them on the island of Maui, uh, there won't be a lot of room, (laughs) but they'll all fit there. I'm not standing next to (laughs) Jeffy on Maui. Well, okay. That's the one exception. If Jeffy is included, (laughs) about half the planet could fit. Not the whole. (laughs) Fair point. Yeah. Fair point. So uh, I didn't hey, want to mislead anybody. Yeah, okay. You yeah. Know, we don't want to get ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, there's the Jeffy exception. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you yeah. Know. Next thing you know, there's a fact check <laughs> coming your way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's remember the good news, though. No abortions in South Dakota and Oklahoma now. So Incredible. And basically, Texas, mm-hmm. you know, the heartbeat bill. So six weeks, you can't have an abortion after six weeks really something that's great i mean things have improved a lot and will hopefully improve more once the ruling comes out and it is official that roe v wade is overturned and this is what would happen as and this is what will per happen the constitution right. the states decide you don't like the laws here in south dakota you want to kill your baby move somewhere yeah go to california right Ugh. they'll kill your baby for you they will they'll kill uh your grandparents for you too (laughs) 
Actually, California might not, but Oregon will. Mm-hmm. So you got a couple of states to choose from. California there. will kill their economy. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, They've already done that. Kill their sanity. They've already uh, done that. They destroy a lot of things in California. Kill your chances to have a place to live. Oh, my goodness. you imagine paying the ridiculous prices in California that people have to pay? I, I don't know how you live there. I really don't. If you live in California, bless your heart. Because, uh, I mean, is it a beautiful state? Yes. A lot of great resources. Sure. Mm-hmm. But a million dollars for like a thousand square feet of space? Yeah. So No, thank you. The average value of a home in California is 800000 Oof. And now the average home in Metro Los Angeles. Uh, I don't know which zip codes are. Let's no. see here. Uh, the average Los Angeles, 1.05 million. For the average? Yeah, but I don't in know. In Los Angeles. Yeah, I don't know wow. where. I think that might just be in the city. Can you imagine the nice yeah, suburbs? Yeah, probably is. Yeah. <laughs> I Good. Don't Gosh, that's amazing. Nightmare. 1.05 million. Yeah, okay. So that is the city limits. Uh, yeah. Wow. 1.05. So if you're like no, in a you. nice area, what is that? You know, uh, isn't Thousand Oaks, is that a nice area? Yeah. Okay, hang on. Hang on let's find out. What do you think? You got a guess? Uh, one and a half million. Mm, no, one point one. No, oh, that's kind of lame. All right. Well, I guess huh. I don't know my L.A. area. I was a little underwhelming. Oh, I, I guess oh, maybe Thousand Oaks isn't as nice as I thought it was. Oh, Upland, Upland. I know that's a nice area. Hang on, hang on. <clears throat> Upland. I bet if you go nine zero two one zero, it'll be a little bit. Oh, more. I should have done that. Yeah, go nine zero two one zero. What's the average price in Beverly Hills? Six million. Oh, we can get you into a nice little bungalow. Mm. Uh, you know, I was only planning to spend five point five million. Oh well, then you so you want uh, thousand oaks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the thing is, for the average price of a home to be one million fifty thousand dollars, that'll get you a dang nice house in Texas. Right, oh. a really nice house. Oh, here. you're a king here. Or you can get a crappy, you know, th- what twelve or fifteen hundred square feet for that money uh, in Los Angeles. It's crazy. Right now, there is a house on the market. In Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. run you a cool two hundred and fifty million dollars. Two fifty. So if you're in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. swing by ninety six fifty Cedar Brook Drive. We're gonna have an open house. Balloons out there, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing they don't do the balloon thing. Two hundred and fifty. Those are by appointment only. We don't want any of the riffraff coming in here. Owns that? Uh, I, that's who knows. Mm. Oh, it's probably new, some developer. It's new construction. Is it? Wow. Jeez. They found one plot still untouched in Crazy. L.A. Uh, well, if you think you're paying too much uh, for not just homes, but for gas, uh, the energy secretary, Jennifer Granholm, suggests maybe you should stop complaining. Stop your bitching about it, <laughs> would you please? Getting sick and tired of it. Here's what she the had The only to say. way out of these boom and bust cycles is to break that soul reliance and that means diversifying our fuel sources by deploying clean energy and that okay mm. clean energy is the way out pat don't you know that clean energy yeah because we're there we're ready for it aren't you ready for clean energy my car clean my truck out here can take clean energy energy how about yours is the way out of this thing that's how we get out of this of course yeah. don't insult our intelligence that is just asinine what kind of buffoon would even say that 
that's their line. I mean, she's been saying that. So uh, KJP, stupid. Come uh, on. Biden himself. No. This is their plan. This is their plan. They were trying to do it under cover of darkness, and you can't do that when there's $5 a gallon gas now. When Let me know when clean energy can <laughs> even handle 10% of the load. Right. Give me a call then, okay? Because we're at about half of that right now. Clean energy is not the way out. We're not there. We're not ready for that. Jeez. Yeah, give us a call at 10%. Let alone 20 or 40 or 60% of the load. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. But how much are we paying compared to the rest of the world? Because she, oh. she really told us. Okay, that, let's hear that because that's important, yeah. how much you're paying elsewhere. We yeah. care about that. Right. And, of course, mm-hmm. other countries are dealing with this as well. Who gives a rat's you ass? to the U.K. today for a <laughs> gallon Why do I care about that? You would be paying $7.71. Pause it. If you went to You know, to life is France. completely different in Europe. They built their societies around public transportation. All of them. They rely far less on individual vehicles like we do here. That's not their society. That's not what they built. They're more like New York. New York is kind of a commuter place where you use a lot of public transportation, whether it be the subway or uh, you know buses or whatever. Their life was kind of built around that because it's an island and not everybody has... I mean, the the parking space is extremely limited, which is why it's $500 a month to park anywhere in New York City. So these examples of well in great britain they're actually paying more for gas well nobody nobody drives mm-hmm. in great britain besides it's stupid uh i bet when when we were paying less than two dollars a gallon under trump mm-hmm. i'm guessing they were paying less than we're paying now over in britain right besides i don't know right. if if she realizes this but uh this is the united states of america Yeah, we don't give a rat's anus you don't about what they're paying there right. who cares what how is that even relevant all right, she had more. <laughs> 71 cents. If you went to mm. France, you'd be paying $8.49. Please, somebody call her on this. Canada, you'd be Who paying cares? over $6 per gallon. If you went to Singapore, you'd be paying over $9 per gallon. Pause it. If around- you go to Venezuela, you'll be paying about 10 cents a gallon. <laughs> if you uh, go to Saudi Arabia, you'd be paying about 4 cents a gallon. <laughs> okay, let's talk about some other examples here. All right, what else? Nine dollars per gallon. This is happening uh, around the world. And President Biden, like mm-hmm. all other leaders around the world, mm-hmm. are grappling with this for their citizens. And the president is doing everything he can to reduce prices for American families. Uh-huh. Okay. Is he? Uh, is he? <laughs> Four ninety four a gallon. Ooh, it's just plummeting. It was five oh one last yeah. week though. So you're talking seven cents a gallon we're saving since last week. Wow, we're almost to that sixteen cents. He oh, saved us for Fourth of July right. last year for the hot dogs and the chips and things. Yeah, that was huge savings then. This is gigantic oh, now. The average commuter mm-hmm. in the United States, if uh, they they do suspend the uh, federal gas tax, which doesn't look like they're going to, but if they do. That's going to give you some savings. That would save the average commuter two bucks a week. <laughs> two dollars. What will you do with that extra money? My goodness. And it looks like Congress won't even do that. Right. Congress is going to say no to this. So, 
thanks for nothing. Uh, because they need that money for the highway system, which they continually improve. Ah, we don't have any problems on the highways right now because of the gasoline tax. That's right. <laughs> that money they take and reinvest it right into fixing roads and bridges. Mm-hmm. Which is why they never have to talk about fixing our roads and bridges. Our infrastructure's fine, and they've said so all along, right? Huh. It's amazing. We've got this federal gas tax, and this is all of a sudden it's uh, it's absolutely crucial to our federal effort to keep the highways uh, maintained. And yet, every single year they're talking about improving the infrastructure in this country because it's all crumbling. Why is it crumbling when we got the 18 cent gas tax? Can you imagine how much money is in that fund, supposedly? To go to roads and bridges, 18 cents a gallon for every single gallon that everybody buys every time you go to the pump. Wow. That's got to be a ton of money. A ton. And what you could maybe do to make up for it is uh, stop shipping our tax dollars over to Ukraine. Huh. Maybe you pull back on that. What a concept that is. Why? Do you want Putin to win? Is that what you want? You want Putin to win, don't you? Obviously. Hold on, there's a great quote. Hold Why on. do you love Putin? Why? Hold on. I love this quote here. Mm-hmm. Um, on March 26, 2022, our CEO, Tyler Carden, uh, he posted this on Twitter. This is, a Put- this is a quote from Joe Biden, and he said in March, <coughs> quote, as a result of these unprecedented sanctions, mm-hmm. the ruble almost is immediately reduced to rubble. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. End quote. Uh, the ruble is at its highest level in seven years compared to every <laughs> other currency in the world. Unreal. It is going up. <laughs> I, I nothing they do. Nothing. Makes any sense. Nothing works. Uh, nothing goes right. Well, probably does go right for the Marxists that are running this well, administration. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. All right. All the news about the Supreme Court that's going on right now. They're also talking about court packing, which is a real danger to our country. Make no mistake, court packing is a coup. The radical left is working on working overtime on uh, new plans to pack the Supreme Court. If we don't stop them from installing four more justices, sometimes they're talking about six for a total of 15. They're going either 13 or 15 on this. So they can rig the system in their favor. It'll be catastrophic for our court, for the country, for our way of life. We can't let it happen on our watch. That's why we need you to join us. We're gathering a coalition of one million patriots to say no to court backing, no to the liberal agenda, no to the Supreme Court coup. Franklin Graham is involved. Former U.S. Attorney General Ed Meese, Dr. James Dobson, the Family Policy Alliance, the Heritage Foundation... And over 400,000 people like you are all on board. So please sign your name to this too. Go to Supreme Coup. That's Supreme C-O-U-P. SupremeCoup.com. And sign First Liberty's letter. That's SupremeCoup.com.
deep sigh. I think we know what's next. I think that is a tell. I think when mm-hmm. Pat exhales like that, we know there's some really bad audio on the horizon. Yeah, you know Joe Biden is on the horizon, for sure. <laughs> uh, he spoke about high gas prices yesterday. He's going to fix it. And he's got a way to fix it. Here it is. So let's be honest with one another. Right, right, My message right. is simple. Uh-huh. To the companies running gas stations and setting those prices at the pump, this is a time of war. What? Global peril. Ukraine. Mm. These are not normal times. Pause it for a second. Bring are we down- at war right now in Ukraine? Is he admitting there that we're at war in Ukraine? No comment. They keep saying this <laughs> over and over and over. This is a time of war. Well, yeah, for somebody else. But we cut off 4% of our gas uh, intake. Well, please, we could make that up in half a second, really. If you just allowed the oil companies to do what they do, unfettered, just leave them alone, let them do it. No, they got nothing. They're going to play the patriotic card now. Okay. And they're going to pin this on, since nothing else is stuck for them. Right. Now they're going after mom and pop gas stations? Well, because everybody responded, the oil companies don't set the price, stupid. (laughs) They don't set the price at the pump. So now he's going to the gas station owners. Uh, and telling them to lower their prices. So let's be honest with one another. Right, right, My right, message right. is simple. Okay. To the companies running gas stations <laughs> and setting those prices at the pump, this is a time of war, <clears throat> global peril, <clears throat> Ukraine. <clears throat> These are not normal times. Bring down the price you are charging at the pump to reflect the cost you are paying for the product. <sighs> Do it now. Do it now. Do it today. Don't whisper in my ear, bro. I hate it so much. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. That whisper thing he does and the leaning into the microphone. Mm-hmm. So dramatic. Do it now. So powerful. Wow. Now he really means it. So I better, I guess I better lower the price mm-hmm. today. I'm going to go out there right now and change it from five fourteen nine mm. to $2.40. Well, so everybody can afford it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. $2.40. Point nine. You really stepped up to the plate in this time of war. <laughs> right. I swear. <laughs> it's incredible. So many gas station owners were chiming in on social media yesterday after seeing this <clears throat> stupid clip explaining how we don't make that much money at the pump, bro. So it's a couple of cents a gallon yeah. is what it is. Very little. <sighs> uh, so... Why don't you go to the grocery stores, too, and say, mm-hmm. for the owners of the grocery stores right now, lower food prices. Why? Because this is a, a special time. We're at war. Uh-huh. It's a time of war. Ukraine. <laughs> I love how he said Like, he's saying that like, you heard of it? You heard of that place? It's, yeah. It's called Ukraine. I have heard of it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Do it now. Do it now. Oh. Which is more important, lowering food prices or lowering gas prices? Sure. I mean, we must have food, right? Uh, Otherwise, we die. We must not have gas. I mean, it's important, Mm -hmm. but it's not critical to life. Don't give them any ideas to become even more fascist. That's what he would do. Fascist. Good grief. Take over these places and then... Oh, my God. But whose fault is it? Mm. Uh, I think he's going to let us know here. It's not his. Mm Mm-mm. I know my Republican friends claim we're not producing enough oil, Mm -hmm. and I'm limiting oil production. 
Yeah. Quite frankly, that's nonsense. No. <laughs> there you go. That's nonsense. Move on. Okay. Well, he said it was nonsense. It must be nonsense. Every then. single day. That's his. That's his thing. I'm not. I'm not stopping oil production. What are you talking about, <laughs> my Republican friends? <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have proof. Here's a couple yeah. of things. Uh-huh. You know that he stood in the way of <laughs> Keystone Pipeline officially canceled after Biden revokes key permit. I think that was on day one of his administration, was it not? number one. That was the first day this piece of crap was in office. Yep. Biden suspends drilling leases in Arctic National Wildlife Hmm. Refuge. Huh. Anwar again. The decision blocks, for now, oil and gas drilling in one of the largest tracts of undeveloped wilderness in the United States. (laughs) What they don't tell you is it's not just wilderness. <laughs> yeah. It's like a Lunar. wasteland. Yeah. It, yeah, it looks like you're on the moon or something. Mm-hmm. It's not a beautiful forested area of Alaska. They, they try to make you think that they're talking about, you know, tearing down mountains in Alaska or something. We're going <laughs> to tear down Denali <laughs> and uh, just instead put an oil rig there. I mean, if there's oil there, I'm, I could be convinced. <laughs> I could too. Right at this point, you right, I mean, me? you can drill in my backyard. Sure. Uh, if it will fix this situation, there's a room in our house that we barely even touch. Put a fracking thing in there and let's go. Right. I'm not even in my house right now, so I really don't care right <laughs> now. Go ahead and put an oil derrick in my backyard. Okay. This could work. This is almost <sighs> like Texas, actually. It is. It's literally. It is. There's a. I know for a fact. Like right now, there's a parking lot, and a church, and they're drilling for oil right there. <laughs> yeah, That's awesome. I remember a commercial about Texas. I don't remember who it was for, but the kids were playing outside in the sandbox. The mom was watching them from the kitchen sink. The, she had a window over the sink, and uh, the kids are digging in the sand, and they strike <laughs> oil. Nice. And oil starts spouting out of their sandbox. And uh, <laughs> she yells to her husband, honey, oh, no. the kid struck oil again. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, but you have two examples. I mean, you don't have any other. Uh, well, let's see. Biden halts oil gas leases amid legal fight on climate costs. Okay, so he shut down a pipeline, huh. drilling in Alaska and off the coast. And oil and gas right, leases. Right, There's right, no new ones. Right, okay. He's stopped that completely. Uh, Biden administration cancels Alaska oil and gas lease uh-huh. sale. Yeah, I think that was, yeah. that was a so, different one. Just a couple the of The other ones. was permits. This one was a sale. Right. Yeah, I, it, I swear. This guy, like you said, day one, Keystone shut down. Mm-hmm. What did he do three months later? Approved. Don't forget this. He approved the Russian pipeline. Remember oh, that right. one? Yes. Nord Stream 2. Does that ring a bell? Yeah. The company that owns that uh-huh. is predominantly owned by the nation of Russia. Perhaps you've heard of it. Mm-hmm. And this guy, I swear, we're out of words, man. Yeah, for sure. This guy. And yeah, out of words that we can use we on can... the air, anyway. <laughs> There's some I could think of it's that would be... so frustrating. Somewhat descriptive mm-hmm. the situation, but, uh, mm-hmm. but I won't. We won't. <laughs> Catch me at the bar. Uh, looking ahead to 2024, <laughs> this is kind of interesting. Uh, DeSantis leads Trump in New Hampshire, supposedly, according to this poll. Of course, the first presidential primary is New Hampshire. So 
New Hampshire passed Iowa now? They're always screwing with that huh. stuff. Yeah, I don't know. That's, You're usually second. Well, well, no, I think what that's saying is that's the first time that voters can go to how does what does it say? Because I know you're right. Iowa caucus holds the first presidential primary. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's the yeah, primary opposed to a caucus. Whatever. We got it. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's I. Yeah. That I think that's what. So DeSantis about. leads Trump in thirty nine thirty seven with yeah. Republican voters. Wow. Now they say that's within you know the margin of error, so it's virtually tied. But still, for him to be even be close. Mm. In any of these. This is the first one I've seen where DeSantis is within 20 points, and he's actually in the lead. What did you say yesterday that Trump said something? He wasn't Oh yeah. He wasn't so combative toward DeSantis now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Maybe that's why. There you huh? go. Maybe he's seeing that uh, that could hurt him, because people really love DeSantis. Okay, so that's 39-37, DeSantis over Trump. I'm sure there's yeah. someone really close behind in third place. Right, I bet it's really neck and neck after that too. Really, super, super close. What's their former, place? for instance, former Vice President Mike Pence is at nine percent. Oh wow, so he's right. He's I mean, right there, nipping at their heels. What was the margin of error? Thirty <laughs> percent. Thirty-five. I think. Okay, I think all right. So he's right there. He's right there. Uh, then we have Nikki Haley at six. Mm. <sighs> wow. And then nobody else, else has a chance, really. <laughs> nobody else has right? more than one percent. Yeah, everybody. Else. I mean, you, they throw in Tom Cruise or Ted Cruz. Oh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise probably do better than Ted. Huh. I didn't uh, realize he was a Republican. <laughs> You're glib. Ted Cruz is in there, and you know, I don't know who else even has a shot. I don't see Ben Sass talked about much anymore, as far as a presidential candidate. Did he blow it with uh, with bashing Trump too yeah, much? He's yeah. he probably blew it. He, uh, he needs to find a, another party to run if he wants to run for president. Yeah, I think. Yeah, maybe the Libertarian Party might call Ben Sass, huh? Maybe. <laughs> but that's interesting. DeSantis ahead in New Hampshire. Now that's not a national poll, so uh, Trump probably still leads by a good margin nationally. But who knows? Mm-hmm. The margin is uh, narrowing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. <laughs> is unleashed and some tweets here anthony osh maybe someone should whisper open the keystone pipeline maybe uh maybe that would be as effective as biden whispering stuff into a microphone open the keystone pipeline open it pretty princess steve (laughs) why today why do these idiots think i care about the price of gas at other nations yeah I'm not driving in any of them. I'm driving here when France runs our gas stations. Then I'll care about gas prices in France. Right. Uh, from Dan the Man, Joe has a tell too. Anytime he says, I'll be honest with you, he's about to lie. It's worse than that, actually. Anytime he opens his mouth, he's about to lie. I uh, give you my word as a Biden. Right? Oh, and we know what that means. Man, those Bidens are a, a solid... Uh, honest forthright family. Mm-hmm. They're no, good. You look at Joe, you look at Hunter. Mm. Good people. Ashley. <laughs> huh. She may be the only one that has told the truth <laughs> in her diary. That we found underneath a tree. <laughs> and then uh, we started reading mm-hmm. about her, her dad. Ugh. <laughs> creepy. Ugh. So creepy. So 
Columbus, Ohio Police Department has a new LGBTQQIA2 plus liaison <laughs> officer and a new cruiser. Check this cool. out. Right. It's fun. Hi, I'm Officer Lutz with the Columbus Division of Police. I'm your Hi. LGBTQIA plus liaison officer. And we're unveiling right now our Pride Cruiser for the month oh, of June. The Pride Cruiser. There it is. With rainbow all over the police That's cruiser. That's gay. Isn't that wonderful? I'm excited about this. Cruiser. He's excited about it. Well, who mixes the audio yeah, at just, the Columbus was, Police Department? I was going to ask. Columbus Pride! <laughs> you hear him way in the background over this loud coo 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 with music. <laughs> you on, can't even on. hear him. You be Officer Lutz and I'll be the music. What is with the production this week? The U.S. Navy and now the Columbus Police Department? I swear, like... So bad. High school AV crews... Oh, we do way better right? than this. Way better. <laughs> it's bad, man. What is it with the Pride Patrol, though, man? Because they're going to have to take the, the decals off, and, and if they do at the end of the month, then that's hate. Yeah. What, you don't care about LGBTQQIA2 plus anymore? Yeah. Huh. I'm the, telling you, man, because the month ends on a Thursday, right? Uh, so, yeah. That weekend, that 1st of July, yeah, somebody's going to be scraping that stuff off. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to see the Pride Patrol rolling around with the sticker residue <laughs> the week following. <laughs> and it's going to be a bad look for the Columbus PD. What is that? I don't understand Again, what that even is. The inundation with all of this stuff is just... it's. It, I've never seen anything like it. What does that mean? I'm, I'm your LGBTQ... Liaison? liaison? What, yeah, what does that mean? Is I, it not equal protection under the law? I don't know. What do we... I don't, I don't Whatever. know. By the way, the Office of Juvenile Justice and Delinquency Prevention, which is a branch of the Department of Justice, they're actively searching for an organization that'll be paid $1 million... To implement the the agency's plan to create a national resource center for justice involved, LGBTQ plus and two spirit youth. Hmm. A listing on the OJJDP website explains that the center will develop and disseminate resources. For instance, fact sheets, toolkits, online curriculums, webinars, training, and guidance manuals. And that the program will seek to provide training and technical assistance to juvenile justice practitioners to assist them in meeting the needs of justice-involved LGBTQ+, and two-spirit youth. It will also inform justice systems, policies, practices, and or programs. So these are, what, um, kids that identify as LGBT yada 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 and two spirit the, uh, two mm -hmm. spirit sorry yeah. I, I that <clears throat> sounded disrespectful when mm -hmm. I said yada 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 yeah I did um, I just I sure forgot did. everything mm -hmm. th 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 these kids want to <clears throat> become lawyers is that what that is now th so they're saying we're going to train you to be mm. an activist lawyer uh probably that's what that sounds like Despite the term being present in the title of the initiative, the document never defines the phrase two-spirit, <laughs> other than to remark that lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, intersex, gender non-conforming, and two-spirit youth is an umbrella term. Okay. 
and that such terms refer to youth who identify with a sexual or gender identity other than cisgender. Huh. Okay. Huh. That still doesn't tell me what two-spirit is. Yeah. That, that, that's appropriation. I think, we, I think we've learned in the past, yeah. though, that it's you have two people inside of you, right? But is it some Native American thing? It's almost it, their cultural appropriation going on here, right? That sounds like it. <clears throat> I think that's I think that's what's happening here. An LGBTQ glossary published by John Johns Hopkins, John Hopkins, I think it's Johns Hopkins University, says that the term is used to describe certain Native American and Canadian First Nation people. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who identify with a third gender implying a masculine and a feminine spirit in one body. I see. So time for them to step back and stop appropriating. They are appropriating Native American culture with the two-spirit thing. They are. Well, that is... Why is that Okay. Well, it's okay because they're a protected community. That's why. Why is it okay? They can do whatever they want. To take a million dollars from American taxpayers Mm -hmm. to serve only a specific kind of youth. Mm -hmm. Why ask questions, Keith? Yeah, there's no answer to any of this stuff. There's just no answer. Uh, Meanwhile, we have this wonderful, wonderful school teacher here, uh, preschool teacher talking about coming out as trans this is so great to four-year-olds and ah they embraced her i bet did they embrace her i I think so let's listen i I don't know today on the last day i finally decided to come out to my kids and my kids are older they're four and five and Mm -hmm. the way that i did is just read him a book about okay teddy bear that uh kind of comes out as a trans girl teddy bear it's really nice and it's very simple they understood it right away and i think what made me cry the most was that afterwards like I kind of looked at them and there was just this silence in the room and I just mm-hmm. thought like, oh my God, now they see me as a totally different person. And mm-hmm. before this, they loved me. I was such a, loved you know, one of their you. favorite teachers and it felt really so good oh. to have that. And I think that's one of the biggest fears I had is that as soon as they found out sure. about me, they would lose all love for me. No, they've been brainwashed. She breaks the silence and mm-hmm. she gets up and she just is like, she just hugs me and she's just like, everyone mm-hmm. give Ruti a hug. And they all came and they oh. gave me a hug and wow. she was just like, we love you. Like, we love you so much. And I'm, I'm yeah, I mean, mm. it made me really emotional. Mm-hmm. And it was, mm-hmm. I think, one of the biggest moments in my transition where I truly felt like mm-hmm. at peace a woman? With, um, mm-hmm. with who I am and that, like, even kids can understand it. And even even kids, kids can accept me. And yeah. so it doesn't make any sense when adults can't. Because yeah. if a kid can, why can't it? adult understand yeah. and accept mm-hmm. and i've actually been having a lot of conversations recently the about this just in general mm-hmm. about this idea that like queer people are indoctrinating kids <laughs> and like yeah that, that texas law that's gonna ban drag queens from interacting with kids i mean all of this legislation <laughs> and these conversations coming up about it and i just had a moment where i came out to my kids and they accepted mm-hmm. me fully right mm. they accept the tooth fairy too i don't know i don't <laughs> know if you're aware of that but uh, uh. But four-year-olds pretty much just accept. You know, that's what they do. That's great. You know why they accept? Um, Because they've been molded by people like you. Mm -hmm. They aren't like the adults in your world who are like, uh, no. Right. Oh, God. I mean, I I don't want anybody to be unhappy. Right. I don't. I, I don't want them to be discriminated against. I just don't want all of this beating me over the head every single day. Mm-hmm. And worse than that, our children. Yeah. 
just being force-fed this ideology and this agenda every single day. Now, live your life. That would be great. Just leave the kids out of it. Man. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. Uh, I did appreciate the comments on this. uh, Blair White, who is trans, says, I'm old enough to remember when the first names of teachers was a mystery. Now they're telling kids what they're into sexually and what gender they want to be? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Just It's exactly to your point. Live your life. That's right. fine. I don't care. I really don't care. If you want to transition and that's going to make you happy, go ahead. That's wonderful. Just leave four-year-olds out of it. Oh. They should not be indoctrinated with all this sexual and gender stuff. No. And it's not It's not your place to teach them that. It's not your, ta- your place to indoctrinate them and to fill them with all of your opinions if you're a school teacher, teach them school subjects. Among those, nothing uh, about gender and nothing about sex. Leave that to their parents. When their parents think it's appropriate, their parents can handle that. But no, uh, that's their childhood is being taken from them right now with all of this. It's just unacceptable. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and we have uh, Jussie Smollett. I guess Jussie was just uh, interviewed, and yeah. uh, he has—he's going to convince us that he's innocent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's maintained the, his innocence the whole yeah. time, mm-hmm. and he's sticking to it. It's like finding out that someone is exactly the opposite of who they claim to be mm-hmm. and so i'm a fr- if i had done this mm-hmm. i'd be a piece of yeah yeah that's what i don't think, think too. that that is mm-hmm. i don't think that that is kind of that's not really questionable mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. when people are like yes there's a lot of other stuff happening but that would be really and again it's something that i wanted to say if i had done something like this mm-hmm it would well, mean you that did. I stuck my fist in the pain of yeah. black Americans in this country. For and that's what you did. Years. We're not even right. talking about in Africa because that's an old, that's an even deeper, larger conversation. Uh-huh. It would mean that I stuck my fist in the fears of the LGBTQ community all over the world. Uh-huh. I'm not that <laughs> Never have been. Don't need to be. <laughs> Didn't need to Except have a... Every shred of evidence sort of shows you are. Rise in his career. I was Unreal. up and up. I was coming from New York, from doing a table uh-huh. read for my dream role in a Broadway show. Right. I had just optioned the rights to the autobiography, the authorized autobiography of uh-huh. an Avery. And it wasn't enough just, for you. All of these things you, that you I needed was more attention. Mm-hmm. There would be no reason for me to do something. This guy's dumb, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like that. Uh-huh. But people are going to believe what they believe. Uh-huh. And what I have to do is I have to keep working. You have to keep working. And, that's, and what I know for yeah. sure uh-huh. is yeah. every single thing that I auditioned for during that period, I lost. They took it from me. But every single now, thing that you I created took it from you. myself mm-hmm. it's being created. is being created. Never again will anybody be able to pull my life from under me like a rug. There you Never go. Jesse Smollett. Oh, yes. Come on, man. Onward. There you go, Jesse, Jesse Smollett. <laughs> the piece of crap. I mean, if there wasn't all the evidence that shows us he did it, then, you know, I'd 
probably be moved by the fact that he said he didn't he didn't do it and he stuck to it all this time. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, there is proof that he did it. All the proof is against him. All of the evidence is against him. <laughs> There's just no way he didn't set this up. But There's no way. That. I don't need that. I was going up, up, up. Right. Wow, I'm convinced now. Okay. Thanks. And he has to maintain that because, like he said, he's not getting jobs now because uh, we know we, people know what he did. Yeah. I mean, even the black community is like, okay, Jesse, shut up. They, they don't buy his bull crap. I know. And he didn't offer a defense for, no, let me tell you what I was doing that night. It's like, you right. know me. I wouldn't do that. No. We don't know you, and we're pretty sure you would do and did do that. So, boy. Speaking this, of Chicago, though, and what goes on there when it's 20 below zero at two o'clock in the morning. This is MAGA country. In the MAGA country that is Chicago. Yeah. The Chicago Police Department unveiled a new policy prohibiting its officers from chasing people on foot <laughs> simply because they run away or because they've committed minor offenses. Mm-hmm. So, you can't chase them. So just run, yeah. and you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> the policy, which was introduced Tuesday, also encourages cops to consider alternatives to pursuing someone who is visibly armed with a firearm. Mm. Yeah, don't chase them either. Mm-mm. Just let them go and shoot somebody. Right. I mean, we don't care about that in Chicago, obviously. Uh-huh. People get shot all the time, multiple times a day. Just let them do it. Under the policy, officers may give chase if they believe a person is committing or is about to commit a felony, a Class A misdemeanor such as domestic battery, or a serious traffic offense that could risk injuring others, Mm. like drunken driving or street racing. Perhaps most significantly, the new policy makes clear that the days of officers giving chase just because someone tries to get away from Mm -hmm. them, those are over. Those days are gone. Yeah. You, you come, come back, back here and... Hey! you don't, then... Stop in the name of the law! Okay, I guess... I didn't. Oh, well. All right, see ya! All right, we're gonna go and... Have a nice day. Take a break now. <laughs> All of these rules and laws uh, that have happened since... I, I don't I guess the George Floyd thing. Mm-hmm. It seems to... That seems to have... Uh, completely impacted our society to the point where yeah we're not you know what we're not even going to try to arrest anybody anymore they're handcuffing police to the extent where what why would you ever be a police officer in this country why what's in it for you i mean you wanted to serve and protect well they're not allowing you to do any of that and they're putting a target on your back because they continually badmouth what you do and who you are Man, uh, speaking of poorly run cities, uh, here's an example of one in New York. Mm-hmm. Oh, they uh, they're bulldozing bikes. Uh, look at the, watch this. This is, this is yeah. Let's okay. Let's crush these bikes because we don't want them on our streets. Well, they're illegal. They're illegal, uh, and they're extremely dangerous. So we're just gonna crush them all. My gosh. Maybe you auction them off next time? Your city right. is scrapped for cash. How stupid. And they have that bike policy where you 
you know, you can take one or yeah. rent one. Or well, not these, though. Not these. No, no. Nope, they're being and never crushed. mind the environmental damage happening here with the oil leaking out. And... No, don't worry about that. Oh. <laughs> My gosh. That is incredible. 888-900-3393. More Packer Unleashed. Coming up. Gray. Welcome to it. Great to have you with us. Thank you for being here. Got some tweets here. Glenn's Bakery with two Y's. Uh, tweets. <laughs> you don't get quality production people from the uh, production people at... Oh, the Columbus uh, Police Department? Right. And then it was also the Biden... Well, no, it was the U.S. Navy uh, in another really quality right. production piece mm-hmm. earlier this week. But you don't get quality production people when you're only willing to hire someone who's both BIPOC and LGBTQ, yada, 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 yada. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the, the stack of resumes is a little shorter yeah. than if you included everyone right. in your hunt. Mm-hmm. Weekly Cadence Testing Counter tweets, It's a good thing that that cruiser isn't in D.C. Joey might mistake it for an ice cream truck. That's right. Um, Hi, I'm Officer Lutz. Oh, hey, Officer Lutz. There he is. I can't even I'm hear you. LGBTQIA plus liaison yeah. officer. And we're unveiling right now. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. They're the unveiling the, the Rainbow Cruiser. <laughs> Yay. Listen, listen. Oh. I'm excited about this. There it is. It's great for representation. <laughs> it's great for what? <laughs> I can't hear you. What is it great for? Love is love. love oh, that's is great. Love. That's right on the police oh. cruiser. Uh, hey, look at that. It looked like an I with all the rainbow colors. It looked yummy. And there goes Joey. <laughs> we never know. We never find out if he caught it. If he caught up to it and got his ice cream cone. Uh, spoiler alert. He actually fell flat on his face. Oh, wow. Trying that's, to get to it. That's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. From Hippie Patriot, it is downright scary who's teaching the youth of our nation. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Dimples on Chicago Cops. Somewhere, Al Capone is kicking himself for being born in the wrong century. <laughs> You'll never catch me, Kappa, because you can't chase me, see? <laughs> You're not allowed to, see? <laughs> in April, the Biden administration blamed Vladimir Putin, of course, for inflation. Uh, but what does Fed Chairman Jerome Powell say about that? Did he get that memo? Uh-oh. I mean, we saw, and I talked about this a little bit earlier, even as it relates to the recent, the the inflation data that came out today, uh, we know that 61% of that is driven by the price, Uh by energy costs, by Putin's invasion into Ukraine, and we need to continue to take every step Hmm. we can, whether that's working with Congress, considering what Mm -hmm. authorities we have, uh, continuing to ensure we take steps to Uh uh, make sure the supply meets the demand out there. Given how inflation has escalated over the past 18 months, Mm-hmm. Would you say that the war in Ukraine is the primary driver of inflation in America? No, inflation was high no. before, certainly before the uh, oh. war in Ukraine broke out. Wait, what? Mm. <laughs> Did you check with Joe on that? Someone didn't get the memo. No, they didn't. It just shows you again. We've talked about this before. <clears throat> they are not on the same page. Uh, they can't get their lies straight in this administration. If everybody was spewing the same lie, it would probably be a little more believable, but they can't even get there. That's how incompetent they are. They can't even lie at the same rate about the same things at the same time. Boy. Amazing. 
Now, we shouldn't even be worried about inflation, though. The gas prices, the inflation, it's its perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Stop it. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Got an MSNBC guest who uh, kind of puts us straight on that. Okay. Where we are right now? Hmm? You know, t- I, I'm, I'm just going to say this, and and, okay. and if okay. I get banged for it, I don't care. There, are, oh. there is a great deal of Americans where it is uncomfortable that mm-hmm. they're spending more, but they are not going to go under. You know, you you got to oh. stop complaining Jeez. when there's so many people who <laughs> literally the inflation rate means they may only have two meals instead of three. There are Americans who did mm-hmm. extremely well in the last two years in the market. Thank you, Trump. You still have your job. And yeah, it's costing you more for gas. But guess what? You are still going to take that holiday, that mm. 4th of July vacation. You can still eat out. So I'm going to need you to calm down and back off because it's... You're going to need me to this fear mm-hmm. and then this fear feeds mm-hmm. into people making decisions that creates the very thing that they're fearful of mm. that's incredible calm down and back off end quote that is incredible the arrogance the elitism how like you know how americans are doing that they can afford this yeah they're paying more but that's fine they're still fine boy you're talking really tone deaf oh Wow. Aaron Haynes. Aaron Haynes. I don't know. Jeez. What her I don't, yeah, I don't even is. know who she is. But you need to calm down and back off. I know that much. <laughs> That's what she's saying. I'm glad she was able to put this into perspective for us. Uh, so there's no Americans who are really suffering through this? Okay. They can afford the $100 to fill up their gas <laughs> tank and keep doing that, and they won't be affected really by it. Come on. Stop it. Shut up. Estimated net worth of Aaron Haynes? Uh-huh. A million to five million dollars. Okay. What does she do? Journalist I've never heard of can make a million to five million dollars? The wrong business, Keith. What? Wait, this wrong is... wrong business. This is kind of the same... Sort of, but not me. <laughs> What's happening? Uh, you know what... It's easy for her to say, right? Yeah, that is. It Millionaire. Is. Telling us mm-hmm. we need to... Mm-hmm. Back off and calm down. Because yeah, you're, you're still going to take that holiday, that Fourth yeah, of July vacation. Right, you are. Uh, no, uh-huh. actually, I'm not. No, actually, I'm not gonna. Did, I'm really not. I don't have anything planned. You, uh, to to go on vacation. Back off and calm down. Okay. Okay. All right. Gee. Ugh. Uh, we can also tell you that uh, AOC on the other side of this is complaining that her $174,000 salary isn't enough to start a family. It's just not enough. <laughs> Good. I don't want her procreating. <laughs> I know. That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> Sorry. Good. Uh, the esteemed AOC just took to Instagram to complain that as a congresswoman, she's not she's not making enough money. God, it's just amazing for these people. She really thinks her six-digit salary makes her a middle and working-class icon. Uh, she can't afford a family on uh, more money than most people see in a year because you know, she doesn't understand anything about real life, really. AOC, by herself, makes nearly double what the average American household brings in. I don't know what her boyfriend or significant other brings in, but you know, you add that, they're well over $200,000. I know a lot of people with uh, not very much money who have multiple kids. I know I wasn't making anywhere near $174,000 when we started our family uh, back in the early 80s. 
Were you making uh, 174000 plus when you started your family, Keith? <laughs> uh, no. no. No, I was not. No, you weren't. Um, okay, hang on a second. Uh, AOC, right? It uh-huh. probably, it's, you know what it is, Pat? It's this college debt that she can't <clears throat> shake. Right. It's weighing her down like an albatross, okay? So, okay, check this out, though. Uh, how much you make? One seventy four k. Um, her husband is worth roughly. Is she one, married now? Well, I, whatever. Her whatever. Fiance yeah, is worth one and a half million. Oh wow! I think they could start a family and be yeah, okay. They need to calm gosh. down and back off. <laughs> it's not that bad, AOC. It's not that bad. Yes, you're paying a little more for gas, but shut up. Mm-hmm. And look, and and that's probably enough money to replace that garbage disposal. It's giving her trouble too. Well, she did she has she figured out what it yeah. is yet? Because she didn't know at first. Man, she is. What's this thing in my sink? It makes a loud noise the when I flip this monster. switch over here. You're a monster in my pipes. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Just gut check. Stop. Stop. Yeah. How do you pay for something like that? Hmm? You just do. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> do, we, do, we have, do we have audio of her saying that somewhere? Of that you just I really, do. I really want to hear her say that as much as I can't stand to hear that voice. I want to uh, hear it now for some reason. Okay. People often huh. say, like, how are you going to pay for like, it? And like how, I find the question like, so puzzling. Puzzling. How do you pay for something that's more affordable? No, wait a minute. How do you pay for cheaper rent? How do you pay for You just pay for it. <laughs> wait a second. It. Mm-hmm. She just told us she can't afford to have kids. Right. You just pay for it. You just do. <laughs> Good <laughs> lord. And that is something where, yes, you really do that. Because if you wait uh-huh. until you believe you can afford kids, you're never going to have kids. Yep. You just jump into it and somehow you work it out. With that, you know, starting a family, that's really, that's actually good advice with that. Because there's never a time when you feel like, okay, now we're set. Now, now we're set. Let's start a family. Mm-hmm. You're going to be 60 years old by the by the time you do you think that. You remember if you ever do. Remember the newspaper guy in Houston? Loved him, uh, Ken Hoffman. Yep. Used to come in all the time. Mm-hmm. He told me some good advice. If you wait <clears throat> until you can afford kids to have them, you'll never have them. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. I mean that is right. You just do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Either you want kids and you figure it out. Or you don't. Or you don't. And my guess is she probably doesn't want kids anyway. Mm-hmm. Also, if you're keeping an eye on gun control, just know the Senate could pass a bill as early as tomorrow. And these Republican senators decided the Second Amendment wasn't absolute, as they've been told, mm. you know, by... Joe Biden. They don't understand the definition of the phrase shall not be infringed. <clears throat> but look at the list of the Republicans yeah. who have caved. Memorize this, y'all. Roy Blunt, Richard Burr, Shelley Moore uh, Capito, Bill Cassidy, Susan Collins, uh, Joni Ernst. We skipped John Cornyn. John Cornyn. Ooh. Got to spend some time on that because <laughs> he is pathetic now. Yeah. Lindsey Graham, of course, Lindsey Mitch Graham. McConnell, Lisa Murkowski, Rob Portman. I'm kind of surprised about him. Mitt Romney, duh. Tom Tillis and Todd Young mm. all caved on this. Oh, look at there. There they are. There they are. Hey, y'all. What's up? They sold out. Boy. 
They all I sold out. I did get a out. picture of a turtle right in the middle of there. That's weird. That is weird. Huh. <clears throat> weird. But there you go. You can thank those guys uh, at the at the at the voting booth next time. Yeah, they're up for re-election. We got to get rid of Cornyn. He sucks. He sucks. And Mitt Romney. Oof. Utah, you can do much better than that. Texas can do better. Utah can do better. South Carolina can do better. I don't know about Maine. Maybe Maine can't <laughs> yeah, do right, any better. Right. But Alaska but with Lisa Murkowski. These red states. Come on. Like you mentioned, Utah, <clears throat> Texas, South <clears throat> Carolina with Lindsey Graham. We can do better. You totally. I don't. I, <clears throat> and yet, they, we've put up with them for, well, with Cornyn, it's over 20 years now. How long is it for uh, Lindsey Graham? 30, 40 years? God, that guy's been there forever. Too long. And there's... There have been people that came along and uh, were much better and would have been better qualified and better senators representing that state. Uh, but how do we he can't do seem to be beaten. How do we do this? Is it just good people don't want to be involved in politics? Or is it that voters just don't care? A little bit of both? I, I think it's both, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because who, who wants this? I mean, do, would you want to run for office? I don't. When I was much younger, you know, when I was just starting out in that first, right out of college, I was making $174,000 a year like AOC. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, like literally the next uh-huh. day after I had my diploma in hand. Uh-huh. Um, I, I had a thought that, you know, it might be fun. might run for office. Mm-hmm. Uh, if uh, people in South Carolina are listening, I actually strongly considered running against a, a good old boy, uh, Henry Brown. And I think that might be Nancy Mace's district now, if I'm not mistaken. Tim Scott came through there. But anyhow, mm. he was just a rhino, right? I mean, he just mm-hmm. voted along party lines, whatever. And what really made me mad was that uh, that that package at the end of the uh, Bush term. You know, that uh, rescue package, that big uh, bailout thing. Mm. That's yeah. where I was like, okay. When bailed out the auto industry? Yeah, I've got to run. i got to run for office. That's what i got to do. But... But that's probably been beaten out of you by now. Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't yeah. even consider running for uh-huh. dog catcher at this point. I don't I mean, why would you? anywhere near a political career. You have to be either power hungry or a real patriot. One of the two. And there's scant few real patriots running for office to try to make a change. I mean, look, look, okay. <clears throat> so look at, look at Utah, for example. You got mm-hmm. Mike Lee. Mm-hmm. And then your counter to that, Utah, is Mitt Romney. South Carolina. Jeez. You got Tim Scott. And your counter to that is Lindsey Graham, who, by the way, uh, was emboldened by Trump to actually be good for four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Texas, you can give us Ted Cruz, but the counter to that is John Cornyn. Yeah. We know Why? you states have it in you. Yeah. Let's find these people within yeah. your borders and run them. Could have replaced John Cornyn with Louis Gohmert, who would have been great. No, but no. Didn't happen. Not going to happen. I, I, it's, again, it's just so hard to beat an incumbent because we, you know, we don't do enough homework, apparently. And so when you get to the, the polling booth and you look at these two names, you know one of them, you don't know the other. You don't know what he stands for. You don't know what he's doing. And you just vote for the incumbent. That's fine. And John Cornyn. May I say, Georgia voters... Give us Herschel Walker. Please. Go watch 2,000 Mules, and you will want Warnock out of there as yeah. soon as you leave the, the couch. That's for sure.
All right. We also have uh, Nick Searcy coming up to talk about the movie uh, Capital Punishment. Just amazing what what some of these guys have and women have gone through since January 6th in uh, the way they were. I mean, some of these people who've been imprisoned didn't even go into the Capitol building. And yet, uh, SWAT teams show up at 2 o'clock in the morning and they're kicking down their door and they're throwing flashbang grenades at people and dragging them out of their out of their homes in the middle of the night because why because you were out on the capitol lawn uh, it's incredible it's incredible uh, we'll hear what he has to say in about half an hour coming up pat gray unleashed and some tweets here sarah the roma tweets have you ever met a socialist that wasn't greedy yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Doesn't matter how much the taxpayers pay, it'll never be enough for AOC. Chitty Chitty Fang Fang. I wonder how many homeless vets could have benefited from the sale of all those illegal bikes. Nah, just bulldoze them and move on. Mm. Your tax dollars not at work. Jay Van Orman tweets, uh, will this summer's rioters be as well-funded as they were in 2020? Uh, yeah, probably better funded and more destructive would be my guess. The Steve 42, the Democrats' 2022 slogan, calm down and back off. There it is. So I'm going to need you to calm down and back off. You're going to need me to. Okay, I see. All right. And who are you again? I'm sorry. I, what is your authority? Uh-huh. Uh, you're going to need me. I'm going to need you to shut up. <laughs> Shut up. That's what I need you to do. Shut up. Uh, Are there any laws against military-grade frying pans? Because Mm. there's a video where... uh, Is this a video where the guy hits the alligator with a... I love that. Yeah, watch this. Okay, so here's an animal video. Get back. Wait, go back to the very beginning because that happens Uh. quickly. Bam. Bam. So he just kind of hits him on the nose. He doesn't try to hurt him. Which is interesting because yeah. I think I would have tried to hurt him. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I don't. I... He was doing whatever he could there just to. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But who so. needs a? I mean, how many swings do you need in a frying, frying pan, pan right? like that? Right. Thank you. What he hit him three times. A couple times, right? I mean, let's go back one more time. Let's see how count the times. Okay. He hits let's this poor alligator who's just minding his one. Two. two. Okay, wow. he hit him twice. So you don't need more than two. You don't need more than two. If any more than two swings, we're hauling your butt to jail, sir. <laughs> Pete is going to show up. Is there a three-day waiting period to For, buy a frying a military-grade frying pan? You know they're black and they they yeah, look they, metal. They look. And they're menacing. really heavy. They and, look completely menacing. I'll tell you one thing. You don't even need. You don't need a nonstick. Frying Nobody pan. needs that. Not a nonstick one. No. For for you know just. Sport shooting, sport sport swinging. What are the alligators? Are they wearing Kevlar vests? <laughs> that one wasn't. Well, let's be clear. That's a crocodile. Okay, was it? Yeah. Oh, so okay. that one may have had a vest on. We just couldn't see. They're they're crafty. If I'm not mistaken, there are no crocodiles in the United States of America. No, is so that right? There are only alligators. So is that an Australian problem? So that must have been Australia. I thought they banned frying pans in Australia. What's going on? I don't know. How did that happen? 
At least there should be a three-week waiting period. That's You should confiscate that frying pan. That mm-hmm. is contraband. Mm-hmm. The, Was it illegally gotten? Uh, Ill-begotten goods there that he's swinging around? Ill-begotten. <laughs> That's the gift that keeps on giving right there. I want him to go away forever. Uh, all right. 888 <laughs> If you're taking a flight, uh, if you're going on vacation this year, um, and you're going to fly wherever it is you're going, good luck with that. Because the airlines continue to cancel flight after flight after flight. Like thousands. Every day, thousands are delayed or just outright canceled. Which, I don't know, how do they get away with that when you paid for the flight? And now you're not, what do you mean you canceled it? I booked it. You had it available. I paid for it. Now you're saying I don't get to go. What is going on with that? Well, we could put you on another flight. I mean, it'll get you there two days later. Right. I know you got to turn around and come back three hours later, but I mean, we're doing our best, sir. And this from the industry that was given, was it $54 billion as a bailout (laughs) after the pandemic? Was it $54 billion or was it more than that? And they, they said they needed it because... Uh, when we make the transition, you know, back to normal uh, flight times and uh, schedules, then we want that transition to be seamless. And so we're going to have to hire more employees. And here we are. <laughs> what a seamless transition back to the normal schedules that we used to have. What is been the great. status of vaccine requirements with airlines? I know Southwest ditched theirs. <laughs> Do we know about? I think most people did. I think most people ditched those requirements because they could, they couldn't keep their employees, and they realized that, and they're like, "Okay, all right, everybody, come back." Just kidding. <laughs> we didn't really mean you couldn't stay here. Did you think we were serious? Nah, that was a little joke. That's all that was. Hmm. <sighs> Man, between that and monkeypox, I think I'm just going to stay in my house this year. Really? Yeah. Do you know how uh, how much monkeypox? has exploded in the United States of America? Yes. <laughs> there are 142 yeah. cases. I mean it's I mean it's a it's everywhere, right? It's everywhere. It's a There's no escape from monkeypox. They could the cases continue to rise. 29 new infections have been detected in the last week according to data from the CDC. Latest update brings the nation's total to 142. Only a month since the first U.S. case was detected. So it's, we've gone from one four mm. weeks ago to 142 now. You can't be messing around with the monkeypox. Cannot mess. If you recall, last week on this show, we told you that today mm-hmm. the WHO was going to have their emergency meeting on monkeypox. And probably change the name for one thing because it's change the name racist. And probably tell us... Uh-huh. Lock it down, y'all. Lock it down. So we're just we're we're waiting for the press release today. I can't wait to see what they decide. We're in the midst of the largest monkeypox outbreak of all time in the United States of America. So I'm gonna need you to calm down and back off. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way we can when monkeypox is this out of control. Right, right. Can't. Can't. All right. More coming up, including uh, Nick Searcy with Capital Punishment in just a few minutes. Ray Unleashed. All right. Welcome. Hey, don't forget, 
We have uh, overtime for you to enjoy now. All you have to do is go to um, some website and mm-hmm. sign up for it. That's all. That's all you got to do. Look yeah. at it. I mean, right there. It's right there. Right there. Go to blazetv.com slash pat. blazetv.com slash pat. And you'll get $10 off when you use the promo code PAT. And then yeah. you can enjoy our overtime and everybody else's and all the things offered on Blaze TV. Yeah, yeah. And that's um, that's the dumping ground. That's where Pat decides, look, I'm going to play 20 <laughs> minutes of animal videos every day. No, that's not the place we do that. No. Not, oh, oh, shoot. That isn't. Okay. I know you'd like it to be. Sure would. No. 20 minutes but worth no. of animal videos? Uh, meanwhile, the British health authorities over the past four months, have found the polio virus in samples collected from the Becton Sewage Works, which serves a population of 4 million in North and East London. That's great. So in the sewage Uh is polio. All right. Where did that come from? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, apparently, scientists believe the virus originated from someone who is immunized abroad mm-hmm. with the live oral polio vaccine which hasn't been used in the uk since 2004 that person then shed traces of the virus oh. from their gut oh. <clears throat> which were detected by the sewage sampling oh sewage sampling that's it's a great. bad name isn't this ta- uh, it's t- it's, a, it's a tasty story isn't it sewage sample in rare cases that form of the virus can then be transmitted to others and mutate into what is known as vaccine-derived polio. Okay. She Isn't that fun? Isn't so, that fun? So, That's fun. Someone visiting... That's fun. ...Britain, London... Mm-hmm. Um, Had the oral... From the third world... Vaccine. Still taking that, right? Uh-huh. And then, so, it's, it's loose in the uh, pipes, mm. mm-hmm. but hopefully it doesn't end up in humans. Hopefully. Yeah. That would not be good. That's... Jeez, polio now to worry about. Thank you. Thank you. What else? What else can there be? Don't even ask the question. Yeah, right. Dude, don't. Because somebody's going to answer it. (laughs) So we don't need that. We are all set. Uh, Let's answer this question, though. Who's making decisions in this administration? Uh, Joe Biden was asked about possibly ending tariffs on China. Uh, Listen to this answer. How soon are you talking to to Xi? I ain't telling you. Have you made up your mind on China tariffs, sir? Made up your mind? Hello. Hello. Uh, we're in the process Joe. of doing that. You're, you're, you're lifting the tariffs? We're in the process of doing that. We're in the process of making up my mind. Okay. I'm prepared to sign it, mm. and I'm ready to go. Wait, we're in the process of, of making up my mind. Ha! Huh. So somebody's going to tell him what decision he's made. What a lost isn't that Man, weird? He's looking down. He's like, uh, yeah. Was this before or after he fell off the bike? I was trying to figure that out. Was he getting back on the bike? Yeah. Was I he, don't know. Did he hit his head? Jeez. <laughs> no. I mean, but that, that, what a terrible answer. We're in the process of mm-hmm. making up my mind. Bro. He's so non presidential. We know you're not the president. We got it. Mm hmm. Oh, it's amazing when you. When you confirm it for us like that, though, mm-hmm. it's kind of amazing. We don't we don't expect that. Uh, Barack's people are gonna get back to me pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Barack won't talk to me, as you saw when I was trying to get his attention mm-hmm. when you came here, and and I was like, I I was like Chester, 
<laughs> talking to Spike. Yeah. Remember those? I do, I do. And I think he's still president my boss for uh, you, huh? I think so. Hey, Spike! Hey, you wanna play ball? Huh? You wanna play yeah. ball? That's like me with Barack. Hey, Spike! You wanna? Huh? Huh? And then Barack wanna, says, huh? Nah. Nah. <laughs> you wouldn't like that. What do you, Spike? <laughs> hey, Spike! <laughs> I love that. That's great. It is awesome. <clears throat> it works well with Biden and Obama, and it works well with, like, the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. It sure does. <laughs> it sure huh? does. You want to play football? You want to play football, Big Ten? Nah. <laughs> then they changed their mind. <laughs> We're going to play football, aren't we? Aren't we Pac-12? We're going to play football this year. <laughs> now, I still love it. You, do you have the whole clip there, uh, or does it stop yeah. there? Because I don't know. Mm-hmm. What, what does he say, like, you know where there's a cat? Wait, what does he say? Listen to hey, this. Hey, Spike, hey, you want to play ball? Huh? You want to play ball? Oh, where there's a cat? Huh, Spike? You want to? Huh? Huh? Huh, Spike? You want to? Huh? Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you wouldn't like that. What do you, Spike? Hey, Spike, okay. how about we chase cars, huh? Does yeah. that sound like fun? Nah. Yeah, that wouldn't be no fun. <laughs> how about beating up a cat? Would you like that, Spike? Huh? Would you like that? Huh, Spike? Cat? You know where is it a cat? You where is it a cat? You know yeah. where is it a cat? <laughs> you know where is it a cat? Man. And that's what he wanted to do. I miss good cartoons like that, man. Yeah, fun. I've got a theory that America really started to go downhill. Yeah, of course it went downhill when uh, we took God, <laughs> we took out, of God schools, out of schools. But but we really... But it was really the cartoons on Saturday morning. In the early 90s when we started pulling them off of Saturday mornings. Yeah. Then the kids have to go out and play and do stuff. Ugh. It was Except better. They when, didn't. They yeah. instead they did video games right. and things, and they've been better doing that ever since. They were watching "Where Is It a Cat" cartoons <laughs> instead. It was a simpler time. I'll tell you that. Man, it was. Jeez, it was a good time to grow up. Eighties, nineties. Uh-huh. I feel so bad for kids today. Oh, just yeah. They've got it tough. They really do. <sighs> uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred. 3393, also Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Fairfax County School Board has voted to make it a potential crime to call a boy a boy. (laughs) Here's how the Federalist wrote about this, uh, this wonderful school board decision. Last Thursday, the school board at Fairfax County School Board schools voted 8-4 to to increase penalties for students who misgender or deadname transgender identifying students. (laughs) This will now be classified as discriminatory harassment. <laughs> okay. Which means offenders could face weeks-long sus- suspensions and referrals to local law enforcement. Get out my, my face. Gosh. The most charitable interpretation anyone could make of this move is that the school board is trying to cultivate a kinder environment by removing hateful language and attitudes from campuses. This would allow transgender students, and there's so many of them. Mm-hmm. What are there, like a thousand per school? Per school, yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, I think there's a thousand transgender students per school in this country, mm-hmm. which is why we're spending so much time on their issues. Um, but this would uh, allow transgender students and their allies to feel safer and happier oh. while those who oppose transgenderism have an opportunity to reflect on their intolerance <laughs> and make better choices. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. All righty. However, uh, like most leftist gimmicks in education, all of this is based on false premises and will only create more dysfunction in an already mm-hmm. dysfunctional school system. Sure. 
Specifically, there are three major problems with this new policy. Two of them concern the idea behind it, while the third has to do with implementation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first problem is this is not an expression of hate. I mean, it could just be somebody's confused or they, uh, they don't fully realize a student actively seeking to harm and demean a classmate with hateful language. I mean, that doesn't qualify as as saying, "Hey, uh, hey, dude, him, hey, dude, hey, dude." Of course, <laughs> I've noticed that kids call girls "dude" too. So yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean that you're referring to a boy. I thought bullying was just uh, <clears throat> against the rules, regardless. Yeah, that, Why does it have to have a special category? Yeah, I know, Well, everything does now. Mm-hmm. Is transgender identity on par with race and sex? This brings up another more fundamental problem. Uh, how should one properly view transgenderism? Is it really fair or accurate to say that transgender identity is on par with race or sex? Shouldn't it matter that race and sex are based on biology while transgenderism is based on feelings? And then there's burdensome implementation i mean the whole thing is difficult to to do and to uh to to do fairly and justly and you know it's not going to be uh all right let me tell you about real estate agents i trust whether you're looking to buy or sell you need a great realtor to see you through the whole process and somebody who understands what buyers are looking for or understands what you're looking for uh as a seller and helps you decide what changes to make with your house to make it sell faster and for the most amount of money. Should you do some remodeling? Is it going to be worth it in the long run? Will you get your money back out of it? These are all things that your realtor helps you with. And the realtors at Real Estate Agents I Trust uh, are the best in the business. Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com Pat Gray Unleashed Well, the show trial continues, although the hearings uh, have been pushed back several weeks now as the January 6th committee considers new evidence. Oh, they've got new evidence. Huh. Okay. Or are they just trying to prolong this till somebody cares about what they're doing? (laughs) Could could it possibly be that? Does anybody care about this? I, I don't know. CNN does. CNN cares, and they might be the only ones. But after Thursday's hearing, the House January 6th Select Committee will delay its final hearings for several weeks as they continue to receive additional evidence relevant to our investigation into the violence of January 6th and its causes. Following tomorrow's hearing, we will be holding additional hearings in the coming weeks. We will announce dates and times for those hearings soon. Oh, I can't wait. I'm on the edge of my seat. What? Uh, uh, that's a, it's, it's amazing. Uh, and so we have invited uh, Nick Searcy, who did the Capital Punishment movie. You can go to CapitalPunishmentMovie.com and check it out for yourself and see the day democracy almost died. died. You will be frightened. You'll probably throw up a little bit at first in your mouth. And then by the end of the movie, you'll be vomiting profusely because it's just so harrowing. Uh, Nick, welcome to The Blaze. Thanks for coming on. 
Uh, thanks for having me, Pat. Uh, yeah, but the movie now is available at locals.com as well today. Okay, great. We released it. We re-released it today because uh, in honor of the January 6th show. Okay. That they, they're putting on. You know? well, that's, uh, that's, that's helpful. Uh, what has been yeah. your, t- your takeaway so far from the January 6th committee hearings? Well, it's like watching it's like watching the trial in that movie Midnight Express long ago, where the the defense attorney is never allowed to speak. Mm-hmm. They're just presenting one side of things. They're not really looking for the truth. They're just advancing their narrative. If they were really looking for the truth, they would call some witnesses that that didn't do anything, didn't mm-hmm. go inside, and are still being charged. Um, that there's so many people in my movie Capital Punishment that never went in the building and their lives are being destroyed by right. the FBI and the Justice Department. And the way that they were arrested, some of these people, like you feature uh, people who, who hadn't even gone into the building and then are awakened by uh, flashbang grenades at uh, 2 o'clock in the morning and they're surrounded by SWAT teams uh, and military units almost and and then yeah. they're taken away to, to jail. I mean... Why was this, how did this become so extreme? Well, I think the, the, the tactic here is, is it's used for intimidation. I mean, there's no reason, these people, the, you know, these are pipe fitters and union workers and middle class people who've never mm-hmm. been arrested for anything before in their lives. And they treat them like serial killers or, you know, drug cartel right. leaders. And they send these military units down their suburban streets. And it's done not only to intimidate them, but to humiliate them and demonize them in front of their neighbors so that the community mm-hmm. turns against these people. I mean, these people subsequently then lose their jobs or their businesses because everybody that lives near them says, oh, my gosh, we must have a violent domestic terrorist nearby and we yeah. can't have anything to do with that. So it's done. It, it, it's it's also done to intimidate people from never, ever protesting the government ever again. Because this could, they're, they're sending a message, this could happen to you if you do this. And you were you were actually there on January 6th. Um, and yeah. you were able to chronicle how many people were there. I was really surprised at the number because I until I watched your movie, I hadn't heard this figure at all. How many people were actually there on January 6th at the rally? It was the... Well, it was the largest crowd I'd ever seen in my life. And, of course, when you're down on the ground, it's hard to get a perspective on it. But estimates from people in the movie, uh, 1.5 to 2 million people. I mean, that's and incredible. Of course, it is incredible. And, mm. and that, but when you watch my movie, you see that the pictures that we were able to put together of, of the size of that crowd, the kind of aerial shots that are in the movie, mm-hmm. the media never shows you that. No, they did they, not. They have, oh, yeah. They only show you the little sliver that they want you to focus on. And then they don't tell you exactly who the people were that were actually doing the break-in. What are the, what are the defendants' lives like now? Has it improved for, uh, for some of these people or has it gotten worse? Many of them still awaiting trial and are, are still in jail to this day. Well, most of the people, for most of the people in my movie, it has gotten worse. Um, they're mm. like Dr. Simone Gold, who was recently just sentenced to two months in prison after pleading guilty to one count of trespassing. She's a woman who's never been arrested for anything before in her life. 
she was a target of the government because she started America's Frontline Doctors, which yep. kind mm-hmm. of worked against the government narrative on the pandemic. And so they, they, they're punishing her for, for, for trespassing. And a lot of these people have been forced into plea deals. A lot of the people in my movie, they've, they've been forced into plea deals because they're court-appointed attorneys, since they can't afford a, to mount a vigorous legal defense. They're court-appointed attorneys, most of whom are Democrat, because uh, another strange thing about this situation is that you cannot have an attorney that is not licensed to practice in D.C., you can't bring your attorney from your home state mm-hmm. that knows you well. Wow. You've got to hire an attorney there. And most of those people hate anybody who supported Trump. It's 96% Democrat. So they tell these people it's a 96% jury pool. And, mm-hmm. a, you know, the, the, everybody in D.C. wants you to go to jail. So you're going to be better off taking a plea deal. And then half the time these people cop to a plea admitting th- that they didn't it, – it, the copying to things that they know they didn't do mm-hmm. just to avoid bankrupting themselves with the hopes that they'll be lenient. And, of course, the leniency never comes. Unbelievable. Uh, something that I was uh, really taken with in the movie is that you feature uh, Ashley Abbott. As she's walking into the Capitol building, she's uh, she's she speaks to the camera um, about what they're doing before and then you talk to her husband uh, a great deal afterwards. Um, really poignant and and really powerful. And the the method of police officers actually uh, discharging their firearm that that none of that was followed in this particular case with her. Yes, that's exactly right. I mean, we wanted to not only show that, but also to humanize Ashley Babbitt, that she had been so yep. demonized in the press as as this rabid, crazy Trump supporter trying to overthrow the government. And new information has come out since we released our movie. We have footage of other angles in the hallway before Ashley Babbitt was shot, showing that she was in the hallway telling people to stop. Yeah, She was trying mm-hmm. to stop the people that were breaking the doors down and she was talking to the police saying, you need more reinforcements up here. She was actually, you know, trying to help the situation. And, uh, yeah, I mean, her husband, Aaron, explained it very well in the movie. She was a military police officer. She knew the mm-hmm. rules of Jeez. using deadly force. And he said if at any moment she had heard the, a police officer telling her to get down or get back away from the window, she would have done it. But no verbal command was None. issued. Right. And, and he shot her in cold blood. He just murdered her. Uh, and it faces no consequences for it either. Um, so, no. What's also interesting is that are, are those are those instigators that were around Ashley Babbitt that were smashing the windows and and uh, ramming things into the walls and being destructive? Are they some of the people that uh, were were there from Antifa? Absolutely. There's a footage of john sullivan we see him in the hallway screaming burn this place down we've got to burn this blank down and he, why why isn't the january 6th committee calling him right i mean they don't they don't right. call anybody like that 
that would refute their narrative. They don't call Ray Epps, who was there telling people to break into the building. They don't call John Sullivan, who was standing there when Ashley Babbitt was killed, telling people to break down the doors. They, they don't yeah. call them, nor did they, I, I, they weren't arrested or questioned even, were they? I think Sullivan was arrested at one point. Was but, he? Okay. You know, they, they immediately released. Jeez. And then uh, Ray Epps has never been arrested, and there's plenty of other people. Yeah. That, uh, yes. You know that we don't know who they are because the government won't tell us because they were working for the government. And what's amazing to me is they continue to hammer this big lie that sparked all of this. Supposedly, uh, the big lie from Donald Trump that there was something wrong with the election, um, and yet they continue to hammer their big lie that a bunch of people were, that police officers were killed during this event. Can you believe that they they even blame the strokes on the crowd at the uh, at the Capitol that, this, that the one police officer died of? Yeah, and the only people that died that day were Ashley Babbitt, uh, mm-hmm. who was killed, murdered by a police officer, a woman named Roseanne Boylan, who was trampled and probably beaten to death by police in the tunnel My and then gosh. two men who died of heart attacks after the police had flashbanged the crowd. Um, the, the violence that day, a lot of that was perpetrated by the police who on one side of the building mm. were firing grenades, flashbang grenades into the crowd. And on the other side, they were opening the doors and letting people in. So bizarre. So it, it's, it's very bizarre, but it's, it's, it, it's not what the January 6th committee wants to get to the bottom of. Yeah, they're not they interested. Don't want to, not no, interested. They're not interested in, that. in the truth. So are you saying there were there were four people in the crowd that uh, that died that day? Ashley Babbitt and three others? As far as I others? know right now. Okay. Yeah, as far as I know right now, two, two men died of heart attacks. Roseanne Boylan, who they claimed at first died of a drug overdose. That was a lie. I remember that. Beaten and trampled. Yeah. Jeez. And Ashley Babbitt, of course, was shot. Unbelievable, uh, and they even they even tried to pin the suicides from the police who committed suicide weeks later. They tried to blame that on January sixth. Uh, it's yeah, like it was like it was such a traumatic event. I mean, right. it, it, it's total nonsense. And uh, I'm telling you, in in all the evidence that we've seen, the video footage that we've seen, the police were the instigators in many many cases. And this whole the other narrative that they push is that Trump incited the crowd to go over there. The the people that broke the broke the first windows at the Capitol building, they did that before Trump even stopped speaking. So my God, right. Why don't they even why don't they investigate that? You know, the name of the movie is uh, Capital Punishment, Capital Punishment movie dot com. Or how else can uh, people get uh, uh, be able to watch this, Nick? Where else well, can they go? Today, yeah, starting today, it, you can go to nickcersey.locals.com. And you can buy the movie there. And you can also go to a site called givemelibertynow.org. Givemelibertynow.org. Both of those places you can purchase the movie or a DVD. I highly recommend it. Uh, thanks a lot, Nick. Appreciate it.